Hello, this is Tabernacle of Hope International Church Podcast, the undiluted, powerful Word of God, brought to you by the Senior Pastor, Reverend Emmanuel Atobra. Listen to today's Word and be empowered. Stay tuned. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, this is a precursor to what we are about to share. God is faithful. Amen. Everyone out there, God is not faithless. Bible says, has he promised and will he not bring it to pass? Has he said it and will he not do it? God is faithful. He cannot deny himself. Bible says that is his nature. His nature is to be faithful. Whatever he says, he commits himself to it. Because he has never been under pressure and can never be under pressure and will not be under pressure. Nobody's needs can ever put him under pressure. Nobody's wants can ever put him under pressure. No situation can ever put God under pressure. He has never been under pressure. Not because of the walls of this world, not because of the turbulence and the quarrels and the the evils of this world, God has always been at peace with himself. And tonight, this is the God that we have come to. This is the God that we have come to hear his word. And he's here to demonstrate to us that he's not like the other gods. He is the omnipotent, the omnipresent, and the omniscient God. It is a good time to be with us this evening even as we share the word of God. You will be blessed and your life will be transformed. I say your life will be transformed by the power that is in the word. May the word find entrance into your heart. And you will never be the same again. Father, help us tonight even as we go into your word. Let the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, brood over us. Mm-hmm. Our spirit, our soul, and our body. Let us not be distracted. And let not our minds waver. Let not our minds wander. Let not anything in us desire things outside the world that is coming and cause us to submit ourselves to the authority of your word. You are faithful. God, help us to understand you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wherever you are. It's a wonderful day. Because once again, God has reached out to us. He always reaches out to us. <laughs> God always reaches out to us. Wherever you are, you matter to God. You may not matter in the eyes of some people. All over the world, because of a young man or a man called George Floyd, who died, all of a sudden there's demonstrations all over the world that black lives matter. 
Black Lives Matter. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that before God, all lives matter. Not just black, not just white. Every life matters to God. Your life matters to God. Whatever you do matters to God. Whatever situation you are going through matters to God. God is a God who cares about every aspect of humanity. It is for variety's sake that God has created men in different colors. It's not because God discriminates. Everything that God has created has variety. Even including the blood groups, the blood that runs through our veins, they are still not the same. They are different blood groups, different climates. Some are cold, some are warm. Some places have half light in a day and much of it is darkness. And it's not like we have here in Ghana. The number of hours they see the sun, very less. And that is God at work. This God is a great God. This God is a great God. Amen. And I want you to know that God has plans for you. Every one of you, every one of you, God has plans for you. That is why you need to walk with God in obedience. Because God has plans. Not just a plan, but he has plans for you. Be careful you don't miss the plan of God. So as the word of God is coming, God may be telling you something. And that is God's will for your life. And the reason why you have tuned in is because God wants you to hear this word. So it is not by accident that you are on this network or listening to this man of God or a servant of God or listening into this broadcast that is coming to you wherever you find yourself. Tonight, I'm telling you there is a plan for your life. Plans, plans, not of evil, but of good. I want you to know that God wants to bless you. I want you to know God wants you to, to bless you. God is not leaving you to bless yourself because you cannot bless yourself. Because blessings flow from a higher personality to a lower personality. Bible says it is the greater that blesses the lesser. It is the greater that blesses the lesser. And God wants you to know that your blessings are with him. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Last week I was talking about we ought not to miss our destiny helper. And at the end of the day, I said the Holy Spirit has been given to us to help us. Says he is our helper. This evening, I want to let you understand. The person who tells you, say, I'm going to go Amen. 
He takes you out of a curse. For Jesus became a curse unto us that we may become a blessing. Through him we become blessed. For when he hung on the cross, when he hung on the cross, Bible says, cursed is he. Cursed is he who hangs on a cross. When he hung on the cross, it was for you and me that we ought to be blessed. So the curses in our families, the curses in our bloodlines, you, through our Lord Jesus Christ, we, that curse will be broken over our lives. Amen. So in Christ, your, that curse is no longer hanging over you. Whatever happened in the bloodline, you are exempted. Get that knowledge right now in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So God is calling you to a life of separation. God is separating you. Don't see yourself from a certain family. See yourself from the family of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because through him, we share the same blood, the same Father, the same Lord, the same Spirit, the same grace, the same uh, abilities, the same honor, the same privileges, the same opportunities. Hallelujah. So your brother, your brother, is not your biological brother. Indeed, he's physical. But the one in the house of the Lord is your true brother. Because you share the same faith, the same blood. Our Lord Jesus Christ has brought us together as a family. Praise the Lord. This evening, somebody ought to be blessed. I want us to go to Genesis. Genesis chapter number 12. God is calling you. Don't run away. Don't run away. No matter what you have, it can never be enough as compared to what God can give you. Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> so when God requests something from you, it is not because God is in need. Because there has never been a need. God does not know what need is. He said, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. So God is very rich. And God does not mind making his children very, very, very rich. Amen. Amen. In other fact, if you want to be rich, you must understand that there are conditions that will come with it. But God is not going to stop you or God is not uh, 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 will not find it difficult to bless you. That many he has blessed and he will continue to bless. Amen. And tonight God will bless you too. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So Genesis chapter number 12 from verse 1 I read. Now it is now. God is talking to somebody now. There's some decision that you ought to make now. There are some steps you ought to take now. There is some movement you have to make now. There is some shifting that you have to do now. It is not about tomorrow. It is not about tomorrow next. 
It is not about someone. It's about you. It's about you. Until you take that step, you will never see what God wants to do in your life. It is not time to think through the call or the invitation that God is giving you. It is not time to weigh the pros and cons of it. It is a time to trust that it is time for you to obey simple instructions. And the Bible is saying that now the Lord had said unto Abraham, now I want you to understand, God does not give us suggestions. Tonight I want to teach. God does not suggest things to us. Neither does, does God come to us and wants to get our opinions on issues. Bible says, forever, O God, your word is what? Settled. So when God speaks to you, it, it's a command. A command is something that you must obey without thinking about it. Obey, 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 command. So now the Lord has said unto Abraham. So now, whatever God is about to say, it's a command. It is not a suggestion. It is not an exhortation. Hallelujah. It is a command. Understand the word of God is a command. If you understand that God commands us to do things, and as you do it, you will certainly be blessed. So for instance, before we even progress, the Bible says give. God says what? Give. Give is not a suggestion. It's a command. It says give, and it shall be given back to you. So it is not a favor to give. It is a blessing to give. And once you give in obedience to God's word, God is mandated to do for you what no human being is able to do for you. I am underlining the word no human being because the command is not coming from a man. It's coming from what? God. And God will honor his word because he is faithful. But says he's watching over his word to perform it. He's watching. Once he has opened his mouth on a subject, he's under obligation to ensure that that thing comes to pass. He's watching over his way to perform it. He doesn't go to sleep after he has spoken. And neither will he give you an excuse. Neither will he tell you, oh, I'm sorry. At the time I said it, I had all this, but now I don't have it. So let us look forward to another time. Let's just pray about it. And let's believe God about it. God does not operate like man. When he says something, he's ready to do it. And all he needs is someone to believe him. And somebody to obey him and to take simple instructions. God's instructions, no matter how you look at it, it is very simple. It may be the most difficult thing that the mind can tell you to do, but I'm telling you it is very simple because God knows what you and I can carry. He says he will not ask us to do things that we cannot bear. With every temptation that even he allows our way, he will make a way of escape because he knows what you can bear. Hallelujah. Amen. So good. 
So God tells a young man or a man of age or whatever the category of person you are. He says, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house. From thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. So, the command is, get out. Tell somebody, get out. Get out. Get out. If you understand get out, it means that you cannot be there. You have to move away. Hallelujah. Amen. If you stand before someone and person says, get out. Out means you cannot be in the person's presence. You must be out. You must be relocated. Outside the person's presence. <laughs> so, so get thee out. Get thee out of thy, of thy country and get thee out from thy kindred, from thy father's house. Get thee out of thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. I will show thee. So God is saying that I want you to develop a relationship with me. I am going to deal with you based on what? A relationship. I want you to have a relationship with me. A relationship with me. It has always been God's desire to have a relationship with man that leads to fellowship. I'm telling you. Bible says that he came to Adam in the cool of the day. Adam and Eve. And what was he coming to do? Because there's a relationship between him and Adam and Eve. He was coming there to fellowship. Anytime someone's desire for God begins to go down, it is primarily because something has taken the place of God. That relationship is no longer strong because something has come in between God and that person. Today, God says, get out of where you are. He says, get out of where you are. He said, I can see where you are, and I can see where you are. It's not helping you. Until you come out of that place, you cannot see the things that I am about to talk about. Until you take certain steps, the things that God has in store for you, they cannot materialize. Because every promise of God is contingent on a condition. It's predicated on a condition. It does not happen. You have to do this before that will happen. Every promise of God is based on a condition. So if you don't leave your father's house, the things that God says he's going to do, he cannot do it for you. So there are things you have to leave tonight and put them behind you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. For you, God may not be saying, leave your father's house. But God is telling you that leave that your boyfriend because he will not help you. God may be telling you that leave that girlfriend. God may be telling you that leave that friends. Leave that company. Leave that group of people. Leave that environment. Leave the people that you are relating with. Leave the lifestyle and all the other things that you are hooked on to. Leave it. And God is looking at your future. So he says, leave this thing. Drop it. Get out of it. Even and that you cannot see my glory. Amen. Amen. Tonight there are choices that must be made. There are decisions that must be made. 
God is calling people to the valley of decisions for them to make decisions and choices tonight. My brother, my sister, God is saying there are things you need to walk away from. I don't know who I'm talking to and I don't know who is listening to me and I don't know who this word is for. But God says that you cannot be in that place and expect him to come into that place. You have to walk away. And as you separate yourself, your separation will lead to God blessing you. Your separation will lead to God coming to you and making his abode with you. As you separate yourself, God's presence will come mightily over you. You need to separate yourself from a certain company. You need to separate yourself from a certain people. You need to separate yourself and make yourself available unto God and to the service of God and to God's usefulness. Until that time, you will continue. Bible says, until a seed dies, it abides alone. Something inside you must give way tonight. Something inside you must bow tonight to the authority that is in God's word. Something inside you must give way and get out of you. Until that thing gets out of you, God cannot come in. He simply cannot come in. Ladies and gentlemen, God is not in competition with anyone or with anything. Hallelujah. God does not compete with our wills. He does not compete with our choices. He does not compete with our desires. God does not compete. God is God by himself. He gave us life, so he was not going to compete with the people that he gave life to that he can take their lives away. And so it is our responsibility to subject ourselves unto God. God told Abraham, Abraham, I am Abraham. At that time was Abraham, still not Abraham. Hallelujah. And God is saying that, come out. You're in a certain business. The business is not good. Come out of it. Hallelujah. You cannot give testimony about it. Why? Because it does not glorify God. You cannot say how you made that money. You cannot talk about it. You cannot stand before people boldly and say, God has done this for me. And you know it is God. Because no. And from today, you are coming out of that place. You are coming out of that habit. If it is smoking, you are coming out of it. My brother, my sister, God has better use for you than the tobacco on your mouth. Hallelujah. God has better use for you than the way you are using your body. The way you have demeaned your body. The way you have made your body. You have made your body a tool for the enemy to use. Tonight God says, come out. Come out. I've told you, he's always looking for us. God is such a father that no matter how hard breaks we give him, he keeps looking out for us. Tonight, you are coming out of that thing. Some of you, you have, you have bundled yourself in some occulting groups. You, are, you go to church, but at the same time, you live some secret life. Today, that life, you are living it, and you are coming to God and saying, God, take my life. Use me. I no longer subscribe to this kind of behavior. Double life. The, the, the name of the, uh, the voice is that of Jacob, but the body is that of Esau. One person is in, in him. We have Esau and Jacob. Double character. Today, that character, you're dropping it in Jesus' name. Today, you're walking away. You're you are, you are carrying a load. You know you are carrying a load. You know you're carrying a load. You have been drinking, and that drinking, you are doing it secretly. You cannot drink and come and 
visit your pastor or come among the brethren because, like we say, you blow fuse. And then come out. Free sad anymore. Or frown. Now, or or insurance or frown because who your future. Now, you cannot get any better future there. There are times God will call you and He says, get out of this place. Hallelujah. If you stay there, no good thing can come out of that place. It does not mean people are not being blessed there. <laughs> because for you, in particular, your destination is not where you are. Hallelujah. So your choices for that place would lead you astray and create a problem for you. Today, God wants you to be connected, reconnected. Come back to winning ways. Come back to useful ways. Don't make yourself a useless person. God did not design you that way. He made you useful. Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are so fearful and wonderfully made. My brother, my sister, it is time you begin to understand that God did not make you the way you are going. Come out and come back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes. So, he says, and I will show thee. God didn't say, come out and go here. He said, as you leave the place, you know, forget about whatever benefits you are getting there. Forget about all that you know. I know your future. I know what I have in stock for you. Just trust me. Because the statement here bothers you trusting God. And from thy kindred and from thy father's house, Unto a land that I will show thee. He has not shown him the land. Come out and walk out of the gate. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And as you step out, he says, You trust me. I know what to do with your life. Yeah. I know what to do with you. I know the thoughts that I have concerning you. They are good thoughts, they're not evil thoughts. I am thinking about your welfare and to bring you to expected. And not unexpected. Hallelujah. Amen. Your life can only be beautiful with Jesus. Your life can only be beautiful with Jesus. Because there are no strings attached. In him, Bible says there's no evil at all. But they say any of you move. It's in a general or of our honor. I have been papa. It's been a bit of a minaba. A seminar ebano. And no, see, chimoho. Or see again, chimoho. Separate yourself. Separate yourself. And you might only when you're here. And yet, and you might yet can go as someone. Hallelujah. 
God can see, God can hear. <laughs> so if God is hearing it now, walk away. That conversation is not good. The thing you're looking at is not good. The thing you're watching is not good. The thing you're watching is not good. Put your no biada, no be a Hallelujah. in such a way, say, why you why you slide? Why you so walk? dangerous and then you say, he created you in his own image. So that is not your nature. Today, change, come out of that place. Because there are better things. Oh my goodness. Listen out there and listen and listen very carefully. There are seven blessings that God pronounced on Abraham if he just took that one step. And anybody who will hear God's voice and take a step, God will bless you. No matter how long it takes, the blessing will never tarry. It shall come to pass. Amen. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Uh-huh. So in verse 2, we're now on verse 2. And I will make of thee a great nation. The first thing God told Abraham was that, Abraham, you're going to receive things that are impossible. Yes. Somebody should listen tonight. When the first thing God told Abraham was not, I'll not make you a common thing. He said, I'll make you not just a nation, I'll make you a great, make of thee a great nation. Abraham, great nations inside you. This place where you are, you can't come out. Great nation cannot come out. The environment here is not good for great nation. The people you dwell amongst is not good for the great nation. The people you are talking to, they will not cause you to be a great nation. So you need to separate yourself. The abilities of me inside you cannot be fulfilled amongst these people. Look, the envy is too much here. The jealousy is too much here. The backbiting is too much here. You cannot grow well in this area. And the kind of things I want to do for you, you, know, you will not thrive in this area. Well. So I want, you are not like a plant that will plant you and then will transplant. So you are a human being, so I want you to move away. But you got to trust me. Hey, I know I should make a slam you. But see, you got to trust me. Abraham, you got to trust me. Somebody got to trust God. And if you trust God, and he says, do something, you, know, you will not think about it. Amen. Several years ago, I just started working. And the Lord told me, oh, pay XYZ accommodation, rental. I just started working in Accra. He said, pay. So I approached the family. I said, God said I should pay your rent. And I did, without any hesitation. Because I knew God had commanded me. Even at that time, I did not know much that it was a command. But I knew 
that God was begging me to do something for someone without looking for a reward. And after the Lord told me, Emmanuel, I'll build you a house. I'll give you a house. Me, I'll build you a house. Hallelujah. Amen. I will do this for you. If I did not do that particular thing, there was no way God was going to do what he has said he would do for me. So there are promises that are hanging over our lives. I'm telling you, there are great promises. Many of us are great, but you're not seeing their greatness because you're not obeying simple instructions. And so your life is going down and down and down and down. And you're not seeing the glory of God. You're not seeing God's glory because God is a liar. God cannot lie. Just today, today, this morning, as we're doing our morning devotion, or are about to come to the morning devotion, the Lord said, Emmanuel, have I not fulfilled my promises concerning you? Concerning the fact that I told you seven years ago that I'll build a house for you. Does it mean God did not give us houses? God gave us houses, but God, that was not from God. It was from our own sweat and labor. From our own toil. But indeed, I can testify that God raised funds to build a house that has been bent down. And standing at the same place is a magnificent edifice to the glory of God, to the testimony of God, to the ability of God, to the faithfulness of God. God cannot lie. Seven years ago, God will look on that thing and say that I will build a house for you. Six years ago, five years ago, wanted to buy a car. It was my own money that he blessed me with. I said, I want to buy a car. He said, don't buy a car. I will buy you a car as well. I will buy you that car. I know the car you like. Emmanuel, I'll buy you a car. I will buy you a car. It has taken six years, but it has never been forever. Six years is not forever, but God has honored his word. God has honored his word. God has honored his word. Because he is faithful. When you learn to trust God with your life, there is nothing that is impossible with you. I said the first thing God talked to Abraham about is something that is impossible. There are people who are struggling and are looking for a lamp. Just eat a piece of land to put up a house. There are people who are looking and are doing their savings, gathering money. Buy a block today, buy cement today. But I'm telling you, when you do good to other people, and that is another message on its own, learn to do good to people. Don't always be there. I want to receive. I want to receive. Anytime you are praying, you are claiming this, you are claiming that. My brother, my sister, what good are you doing to somebody else? That it will be a memorial in the presence of God. That God will look on and say, oh, you have touched my heart. You have touched my heart. And me, I also do this for you that you have never imagined. And anytime God wants to give you something that you have never imagined, it exceeds what you ever are able to imagine. Praise the Lord. He said, have I not honored my word? Have I not fulfilled my word? And I said, oh God, you have. Oh, I'm so thankful to you. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. Hey! 
to the point that I can be asked, where are you? Like God asks uh, Adam and Eve, where are you? And so I am here doing this. He said, oh, I am taking new delivery of a new car. He says, wow. He said, oh, have you registered the car? I said, no, I've not registered the car. He said, don't register the car yet. I'll give you a special number. And what I'll pay for it. I am not looking for a special number. God is giving me a special gift. Even the number must be special. A car number even must be special. Two boom. Oh. Hey. When I'm going to be a I said, yeah, no, no, this will be for 2020. Oh, yes. I am God's servant. It's the career GS 2020. God's servant 2020. In the year 2020, God has done something. Why would somebody ask me for a number if God is not trying to say something? So I'll pay for you. Pay for me. Authority, authority, pastor one. <laughs> or teacher one. <laughs> or Tony one. Or bless pastor one. Hallelujah. Yes. Look here. I'm telling you something. God is faithful. God honors his promises. You are where you are. Tonight, God is saying, come out of that place. Come out of that place. And God is telling somebody, learn to do good. And as you do good, it will come back to you. He said, cast your bread upon the waters, and you shall find it many days as to come. You will find it. It can never leave you. Whatever leaves you will come back to you. It will come back to you. Seven years ago, put up a house. Never knew the house would get burnt. And God says, I said, God, you have to build me a house. I even forgotten that your man told me, Seven years ago, I will build you a house. I would have said, God, you know, you remember, he told me you build me a house. But you see, that's the doing of the Lord. You even forget. The day he finishes, that he reminds you that, you remember I told you this. Because God has not forgotten. He's watching over his grave. He's just waiting for the appointed time that you fulfill that promise. If you do what God tells you to do, don't be afraid. Don't worry. Relax. If you cannot mention the R, say relax. We all will understand. Hallelujah. The time will come. Nobody can stop. I say N-O-B-O-D-Y. Nobody can stop it. Wow. Wow. Just going to view a car. Someone is calling me. Where are you? The response I'll pay for your car number plate. So you have a special number, which I am sitting here not dreaming about. But God can put that burden on somebody. Car number plate, but God can put that burden on somebody. My brother, my sister. So what is it that God cannot do for you? Give me car number plates. Oh, yummy. Hey, I don't drive the number. Is the car? Oh, come on. We don't drive the number. Is the car we drive? 
Are you understanding me? Yes. But even that, God is particular about it. God cares about the number even on the car. Marcos Tolkavaya. I want to break certain things on your mind. There are things running through your mind. It's not helping you. Yes. I'm telling you. Can no one play scrapbook? I didn't mean to know. I'm not Just that's the kind of put any number there. After all. Nobody is going to be looking at what is your kind of work. But that even God can do it. Eh? Insignificant as it is to me, God has shown that even that thing that I don't care about, you know, He cares about it. There you are. I don't mean cares about the actual I didn't know who knew who got every Oh, come on. I don't know who I got every so what is your problem? Do what the Lord has told you to do and leave it to God. Oh, what a privilege. I say, what a privilege. He says, and I will make of thee a great the man does not have a child. Childless. Are you telling me you make me a great nation? A nation is made of what? People. Ah. God does not see you the way you see yourself. God does not see you the way others see you. So allow God to open your eyes of understanding. It will change a lot of things about you. And you stop talking about family idols. You stop talking about curses. Because God's blessing over your life is greater than any curse. But like I said, the one who has been blessed cannot be cursed. The one who has been blessed cannot be cursed. The man and the woman who has been blessed, no body, no spirit, no power, no demon, no principality, no family idol, no family witches, no pronouncement can ever, no witch, no enchantment, no divination, no sorcery, none of them can prevail over your life. I'm telling you, don't believe nonsense. It says the one, it says how can I curse the people whom God has blessed? How can me? But I don't have the power. I have a prophetic unction on me, the grace of to prophesy and to speak. And even that, but he allows me to speak. And these people, I can't touch them. I am not touchable. He said, You can't, you can't do what you told the team. Look, it will come back to your people with multiple times. So, no, 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 don't talk about it. Hallelujah. Come out, Lou. Come out, and I will bless them. And sorry, and I'll, I'll I'll make thee a great nation, a great nation. So there are nations. Some are great, some are not great. Oh yes, 
The Lord told me some time ago that this person you see eh, eh, will not be in Ghana because his destiny is great. And he has to be in a great nation. So he must be in the United States of what? America. I don't care whether you believe it or not. Because he didn't speak to me, he spoke to me. Yes. So as I sit here, I know without a shadow of doubt, even in the sight of God, let me tell you, there are human beings who say they are great people. And it is so they are great. Oh, yes. Every woman, human being was born by a woman, uh, what, fed, and maybe they, they, they didn't just take lactogen, they took breast milk, and whatever it is, poo-pooed on themselves, and couldn't help themselves, and was bathed, and whatever it is, every human being. But at the end of the day, some wombs carried great people. Some wombs. The womb of a woman. Some carried great people. And whether you like it or not, they are great men. They are statesmen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. And God acknowledges them. Don't say, oh, because you're nobody again, you are nobody. It's not true. They may not be kingdom people, but they are living their max on this earth. This earth that he passed. Not in the kingdom, but on this earth. But they are still great. Are you here? Yes. Is somebody here? Yes. The impossibility is going to be possible with what Abraham, when he takes that step, he said, I'll make a great nation out of you. Not anybody out of you. A great nation. That means that the children are coming out of you. No. I'm not just going to be ordinary children. No. Abraham, the destiny you are carrying no, is not a small destiny. My lady, my brother, my sister, my, my gentleman, whoever you are, my apostles, my teachers, my prophets, whoever you are, your destiny is great than you are toying with. You are toying, you are playing with your destiny. You are playing. Don't become a Gehazi who sacrificed his unction, the grace of God, the ability, the office of a prophet, sacrifice it on the altar of greed because he chose money instead of the grace and the gifts of God. And he became leprous. A bright future, a big future was sacrificed on the altar of greed. Don't make that mistake. And God was going to give Abraham <laughs> what no man can ever give him. No man can give a child. It's God who gives. And God said, I'm not just giving you children. I'm giving you a nation. Populate the place. Great nation. And whether I like it or not, Israel is still a great nation. In actual fact, the Indians, the Chinese will tell you, apart from them, the greatest other nation is Israel because they have a history. <laughs> they say other nations don't have a history. They cannot trace it onto 
whichever place. They can trace it to generations upon generations. <laughs> Just as we trace Abraham. So they say they and the Jews. The rest of the world, we are just adding to them. That's what the Chinese believe. Yes. That's why they don't want to learn anybody's language. Hallelujah. Now, the next thing he said, he says, you see, when you take this thing, I said separate yourself. Hallelujah. If you separate yourself, if you take my commandments and you obey me, and you leave this, and you stop doing this, and you stop doing that. He said, I'll make you a great nation. The next thing he said, he said, and I will bless thee. Mm. I will bless thee. It means that your blessing will come from me. It is me who will bless you. The God who created the heavens and apportioned what the land should have, what the sea should take, what should contain, in, what should be in the sea, what should be on the land, what should be in ah, the clouds, how they should move about, the layers of the heavens, and all that. He said, me, I will bless thee. And if God is blessing me now, my brother, my sister, you are too small. Oh, yes. You are too small. You are too small for me to come and ask you for things because God will give it to me. He said, I will bless thee. He didn't say, I will curse thee. He said, I will bless thee, Abraham. So let me tell you, you are running away from God. But what are you running away from? You are running away from a blessing. And as you run away from a blessing, you go and embrace a curse. And that's what the Bible, the Lord keeps telling me, that anyone who rejects good counsel only goes to embrace calamity and disaster. You run away from a blessing. And they left Jesus Christ. And they left him. And as they left Jesus Christ, the altar of life, the fountain of life, the one who has the blessings, the one who is able to heal, the one who is able to deliver. How can you walk away from Jesus? My brother, my sister, you are walking away and you are saying that, I'm sorry, crap, no, you won't hear because you are sorry. And to me, the nature is sorry. I got to some cream. Hey, who do you call? Who do you call? Without Jesus, I'm going to make a Sometimes I'm going to be a Yes. You're disaster and calamity. He said, I will bless thee. Your blessing is of me. God, me, I will bless thee. Oh, what a wonderful thing to know. That with God, it is a blessing. Your life is going to be blessed with what? God. God will bless you. God says, and I will bless thee. And I will bless thee. God says, I will bless thee. Genesis 1, 26, 27, 28. And God bless them. God will bless you. God will bless you. God will bless you. Tonight, if you take that decision, God will bless you. If you decide to honor God, God will bless you. You are going through some change. You have been praying. Tonight, God says, take a decision. Take a step. Take a stand. I will bless you. 
Oh, bless you. That thing you are doing is hindering me from coming to you. Because when I come and I see you, I cannot come near you. I have to turn myself away. Amen. So Satan is depriving you of the blessing of God. But God says, don't run away from me. Come close, come close, come close, come close. <laughs> you will find blessings with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Point number three. And make thy name great. Hey. He says, I'll make thy name great. It does not matter whether you are called Kofi or Kojo. Or you are called Ishmael. He said, that name, I'll make it what? Great. He didn't say, I'll make your title great. Some of us are chasing after titles. And not God making us great. <laughs> Tell somebody, don't make yourself. Oh. Jesus said, I will make you fishes of men. Let God make you. And when God makes you, you have no pride. Because you know that you, without God, you couldn't have been where you are. Yourself, you know the story. <laughs> Amen. What you say, where the a complete adum. A doom and a minya. A doom and a babso. A doom and a saka. What you say, where the a. Be tea be dam, you be dam. And a minimusu. Say, beat me up. And God said, I will make thy name great. Or can say, or title. Say for pastor, say, ah, why did you call me pastor? You should call me bishop. You should even add the arch to it. And you call me from the cardinal. Hey, I can even be called Pope. But you any title, no? And the son of me. And so we say, what's your name? We say, I am Mr. Susuensu. Your name is Monocofiatu, that's your name. Mr. is a title. And I'm a boy. Mr. This, I am Dr. This, I'm Professor This. It's your title. Your name. What is your name? Abraham. Hallelujah. What is your name? Jesus. The title is what? The Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then when they add from where you are coming from, it's Jesus of what? Nazareth. Eh? Rubina or free and fancy. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> okay. Rubin of Fantinibra. Go and bring salt. That's the name, that's the meaning of where he's coming from. Eh? Or Ubi Bia Ubiya. Rubin from everywhere. Where human beings are. <laughs> Amen. Amen. He said, I will make your name. What's your name? He didn't say your title. Your name. Your name. So I'll make Gloria great. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the name. I'll make your name great. I'll make the name great. When they call your name, it will resonate. Catherine Coleman, wow. Kenneth Hagen, wow. Amen. I will make your name. Dr. Ward Mills, I will make your name. 
generals, Robert Lydon, I'll make your name. Benny Him, I'll make your name. Hallelujah. Yes. Idahosa, Benson Idahosa, I'll make your name. But today, we want to prefix the title. Again, if you don't mention the title, you're dishonoring the man of God. But it is your name that God wants to make great. It is your name. It is your name. It is your name. Amen. I'll make you a great nation. I'll bless thee. And I'll make your name great. Okay. What is the next one? And thou shalt be a blessing. So I'm going to bless you to the point where you become a warehouse, a storehouse. You just be releasing like that. Hallelujah. Yes. You see, but before God started releasing these blessings, you are giving what? A condition. Leave. Do this, do that, do that. This is what me, I'll do for you. Plenty things are waiting and hanging over your life. Then you are doubt Forget about me. I'm telling you. Because the moment you step in the Lord, you step into, like I keep saying, unlimited cycle of blessings. Okay. Unlimited. You cannot be limited. Say so you're quite no you can travel. Say so your business, your person, you can do it. With God with you, Bible says all things are what? Possible. And he's a man who is blessing you. So how can you be talking about curses? What kind of curse can hang over you? When God says, I will bless you. I'll give you a great name. I'll make you a great nation. And I'll make you a blessing. If you're not blessed, how can you be a blessing to people? If you don't have, how can you give to others? Amen. So there's a reason why sometimes God puts things in your hands. It's not for you to decorate yourself and put things in your account. God is blessing you so you can become a blessing to others. He's been, he's doing that. Bless to bless. Say bless to bless. Yes. The picture is bigger than you. Don't start and have a big account. And when you die, and people start fighting over your money. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Eh? Yes, I have a mansion here, I have a mansion there, I have a mansion here. No. There are people who just need 10 cities to go to the public school and pay their school fees. Yes. And you put a smile on their face. Amen. Amen. It's a security guy. He wants to go to school. He said, wait. Okay, take this and buy the form. And I'll support you. God will forever bless you. Because you are going to change a life that will change other lives. So that limit it means that other people can be connected to. Just because one person has been blessed. In that bloodline. And you did that for God. Because God is not going to come down. He must find somebody. God must always work through a human vessel. So when God channels things to you, you know, 
My mother, my sister, it is not for you to lavish yourself in it because the days will come and then it will pass away as, as many years as you want. It will pass and go. But touch somebody's life and let the person remember you in a very fond way. Oh, and then the person will tell you, you remember you did this for Kayu. All those who give, many times they don't remember the people's life they touched. But the people's life they touched, they remember. Because they took them out of the mess and gave a message out of what they went through. Ladies and gentlemen, God says there are many things that are hanging over your life. There are blessings that I want to release. But take these steps after where you are. And you will see that powerful hand. Let's just run to the rest because time is gone. As usual, I'm not always out of word. I'm out of time. So, and that shall be a blessing. Say, I'll be a blessing. You see, I've been telling you, stop begging. When I say it, you see, Pastor is insulting us. I've been saying, look, don't beg. Don't borrow. Eh? In this scripture, did God tell Abraham that you make him to go and borrow? Eh? Have you seen it in the word? All the people Jesus called and God called, did he make them beggars? So if you're a pastor, don't beg. You must be too proud, and let me underline that word proud, to beg. Yes. Because you see, God wants to use you as a statement to others. God wants to show others that it is good to follow him. So you, the pastor, you become an example of people that must look up to you and desire to be in the kingdom and also to be like you. <laughs> but if you, they see that your life is not attractive now, they say, oh, me, I don't want to marry a pastor. I don't even want my daughter to marry a pastor because they'll go and suffer. Who told you that? All the people God called, you know, they didn't suffer. Jesus called disciples, told disciples, and he never made them, any of them, go and beg for food. They were even paying their taxes. They were not invading their taxes. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So you will not allow my son to marry a, a, a lady pastor or my daughter to marry a pastor because pastors, no, have you seen no, it's not true. There are some. There's always going to be original. And there'll always also be a counterfeit. Don't confuse the two. And don't look at everybody in the same way because all of us are not the same. Would you be happy when someone tells you that all men are cheats? Would you be happy when you know you're not doing that? And all women are prostitutes or flirts? Would you be happy? So why would you say all pastors are the same? They're not the same. Because not everybody is the same. And you can testify to that. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Oh, you'll be a blessing. Amen. I say you'll be a blessing. Amen. God will bless you and bless you and bless you and bless you. You'll be a blessing. Amen. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I know I am a blessing. You don't need to tell me because I know. Why? Because God has blessed me. And it's not a boast because it is a truth. I don't know why you want me to say God has not blessed me. So you, you are happy that God has not blessed me. But that is a lie. God has blessed me. And God has blessed you. The only difference is that obey him. You will see the manifestation of it. God never said anywhere that go and beg. Go and borrow. Let me repeat it again for emphasis. There are too many beggars in the church. And there are too many borrowers. Because next week some problem You don't know the person. All of a sudden, you are asking for a favor. And out of kindness, was okay, you can take this. But it is wrong. It is wrong. Church, let us work hard and work with our hands. Amen. Amen. If you need to soil your hands, soil your hands. If you need to get dirty, get dirty in the work that you are doing. I'm not saying go and do a dirty work. But if your work can make the, your dress dirty, no problem. You get something out of it. If you need to go and carry water, carry the water. Hallelujah. Stop putting your problems on other people. Stop placing your burden on other people and complaining about them and saying that you know they have it and they didn't give you. But you know they have it and they didn't give you. You do work and they didn't give you your what you are looking for. And every now and then, people are complaining about those who have it and they didn't give them. Work with your hands and support yourself and support somebody else. Hallelujah. Go to work. Go and find work to do. God created man to work. Church. Truth. God created man to work. Work. So he says, from Monday to Saturday, he has given it to you to work. Then he says, on Sunday, rest. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible says when God finished his work, he rested. When God finished the work that he was doing, that is what he rested. You have not done anything, you are resting. And we are resting and nothing is in your pocket. Something should tell you, wake up. Wake up and start doing something. And you will also become a blessing to somebody. Say, I hear you. Say, daddy, you are talking to me. Hallelujah. I didn't say pastor. I said daddy. Daddy God is talking to you. I said pastor. I said said, daddy is talking to you. Daddy is talking to you. Daddy God is talking to you. Hallelujah. It is time some of you. You support your wives. It is time some of you. You help your family. Wake up. Get some job to do. God will give you job to do. You find some favor. Hallelujah. Amen. There's no place for beggars in the kingdom. And there's no place for borrowers. He didn't say go and borrow. He didn't say go and beg. 
Paul said, with these hands, I have worked, I have labored. And Paul was a mighty man of God. What are we talking about? Hallelujah. Listen, if you don't work, you'll be hungry. You'll be hungry. And all your clothes will be old. And you go about complaining that these people, they don't give. This people, they don't give. God did not say that you must be looking to people to give you. He said, I will bless you. And you shall be what? A blessing. And it's time you move away from begging to become what? A blessing. Because that is the word of God over your life. Don't turn the thing upside down. If you turn it upside down, you can't get it. Are we here? Are you there? Still love me. I'm telling you because I love you to bits. And I'm going to tell you the truth. Because I'll stand before God and every word that comes out of my mouth, I will answer for it. And today, we are talking about important things in relation to obedience and God's faithfulness. As you obey God, He is faithful to you. Because He cannot deny Himself. Are you here? Yes. Good. Say you shall be a blessing. Did you hear that? Yes. Emmanuel, you shall be a blessing. You shall be a blessing. You shall be a blessing. God is commanding me to be a blessing. And what am I doing? What are you doing? He said, you shall be a blessing. From today, God is commanding you. He's not suggesting it to you. He said, you shall be a blessing. When you obey me, you shall be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee. Oh, la, la. Matilele katuama. He said, I will bless them that bless thee. So anybody who gives me something, God said, I will bless you. Anyone who is supporting me, anyway, said, God said, I will bless you automatically. Hallelujah. Amen. I will bless them that bless you. Be careful what you say about somebody because you don't know the covenant that is working for the person. As you lie about the person, as you speak evil about the person, your life can never be well. Look, today I had a certain prophet. He was so angry. So right now, people are talking about you are insulting us, you are doing this, you are doing that, you are doing that. Some of you, that is why you cannot carry a child. Yourself, that's why this thing is happening to you. That's why your businesses are collapsing. Because your mouth is saying things that are bigger than you. I may not know him or share whatever he's saying, but there's truth in what he's saying. Be careful with your mouth. Be careful what you say. Because some of the things you are saying, look, they are coming back to you. And if only you knew the effect of what you have said, you will see it. But you don't know because you cannot see Amen. Yeah. Yes. He said, and I will bless them that bless thee. And curse him that curse thee. Hey. He said, I will put a curse on anybody who has spoken. You see, I've told you, you cannot curse somebody who is blessed. So when you try it, it will come back to you. When you bless, he said, it will come back to you, eh? So when you curse it, you also do what? 
It will come out to you. Yes. And curse him that curses thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So, verse 4, Abraham departed. So Abraham what? Departed. He did what? He left. He separated himself. He took a decision. And he was not standing there as he was deciding. Shall I go to Cape Coast or to Amina? I don't know. I can't tell. I don't know. I can't tell. A part of me wants to go. A part of me wants to stay. I don't know. I can't tell. Hey, is he of God or is of the devil? Then we start binding. They say, I bind you, Jesus Christ. They say, oh, I'm sorry. Obey to me, bind you. I know I bind you, Jesus Christ. See, brother, let's pray. I started bonfire. I know I started to say order. What are you doing? I'm catching visions. Or see me in your visions. Then I bind you, Jesus Christ. Hey. You are so powerful. You can bind Jesus Christ. After you bind Jesus Christ, what will you do to Satan? Is somebody here? Okay, good. And in this shall all families of the earth be blessed. Oh, so you'll be a blessing to your family. Everybody comes from a certain family. And some family, because you'll be a blessing. Eh? So if you don't live up to expectation, you know, You'll be part of that family who are going down. Instead of you coming up and lifting the head of the people in the family. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. As the Lord has spoken unto him. We'll put a stop here. If God allows us. Next week, we'll talk about Lot in the life of Abraham. Bible says our obedience must be what? Complete. If you are obeying God, obey him to the last word. Don't do something and leave something. If you are doing something, let it come from your heart. Because that is where the blessings come from. If it is not from your heart, forget about it. You won't get any blessing. Anytime you begin to think that someone is against you, it is the devil is talking to you. What is it about you that somebody is against? What is it about you that somebody is against? Amen. He said, You shall be a blessing to your family. I've told you there are blessings hanging over our lives. You shall be a blessing over your family. Ha! Look at that family you are coming from and see whether you have become a blessing to that family. And you know that God is calling you to obedience. You know that you have failed God and failed yourself and most who failed the people in the family. Because God is raising you up <laughs> to become a redeemer. Whoever you are out there, listen to me carefully. God wants you, you, you. I'm talking to you. 
you out there and you listening, you member of Tohi, you who, has, who is not a member, who has just tuned in, God says, you will be a blessing to your family. And you are coming from a certain family. You can be the first child, you can be the last child, you can be in between. Whoever you are, God says, you become a blessing. And so you are the person God is talking about. So Abraham departed as the Lord has spoken unto him. Amen. Amen. You become that blessing. You become that blessing. You look after your mother. You look after your father. You pay the school fees in the family. You send them to school. You send them outside the country. You will do this. It is a blessing. Everybody's suffering in the family. Everybody's struggling. Everybody's going down. Everybody, ah, you did this, tomorrow that. But Bible says, God will raise you because you have been obedient to God. Tonight, God is putting their choice before you. You can stay there. And God says, come out of that place. Separate yourself unto me. And these are the seven blessings that are poured over your life. Every one of these blessings is powerful. It's powerful. So when God blesses you, nobody can bring you down. Nobody can curse you. Nobody can put sickness on you. Nobody can put disease on you. When they try it, God says, I will curse them. Yes. Tonight, change your mind. A lot of it is in your mind. Change it. And take the word of God. And you see that God has so good plans for you. I told you from the beginning, God has plans for you. So many of them. And today, stand up. Look around you. Look inside you. And see whether you are fulfilling God's promise over your life. You shall be a blessing. He said, he shall bless. He shall bless you. And you shall be a blessing. And now he has been categorical. He shall be a blessing to your family. <laughs> and everybody comes from the family. Look into your family. And if there's suffering going on, if there's challenges and difficulties, if all things are not going well, you are the reason why it is not going well. Because if you stand up for God to bless you, you will also be blessed. May we take the way and challenge ourselves that God has heard your way. I am the one you are talking to. I'm ready to go along with you. And no matter what the price is, I'm ready to pay it. God will come to you and take you from where you are. There will be challenges, but with him, you can overcome. Bow down your heads wherever you are. And just reflect on what you've heard tonight. There is power in the word. There is power in the word. Today you are moving from curse to blessing. You are moving from nothing to something. You are moving from homeless to somebody who will become an owner of a house. I am prophesying on someone. I am speaking life over someone. Who will take this word and not reject it? I have not come to condemn you. Neither have I come 
to talk about your sins. I've come to remind you about God's promises over your life. Because they are hanging over your life. It is time they begin to manifest over your life. You don't need to be envious of anyone. If you can see what God has in store for you, know one's gifts or wealth would ever disturb you or disorganize you. Tonight, that door will open unto you forcefully without a shadow of doubt. God will do it. May these words be a blessing over your life. I want you to begin to pray wherever you are. Take a decision and begin to pray. Begin to pray. Masuti kapala babaya. Le paradimando santi kabaya. Paltelemando se kabanda brayando sti kabriando kabaya. Ale maranimandus to di babrande ribikoto steri bibia. Lobarimando santa kaba. Ale kabata ramati di kabandaya. Ne mantiti mando robustun di baya. Ale kabrati kabanto sandra di kabandaya. Ale bradota los tabaya. Ya bababarani banta ribikatuste ribibiondo lobuya. In the name of Jesus. Ya bradata soka prati kabadosta palta prata kabaya. Le bradita kabanda ba. Every spirit of disobedience. Every spirit of disobedience. Anything that causes us to walk in rebellion to God's work. Where Tonight, I take authority. I bind every hardness. I bind every stubbornness. I bind every hardness of neck and heart. In the name of Jesus. Father, release us. Release us. Release us. Release us. Release us. Release us. Release us from the spirit of deception. Release us from the lies of the enemy. Release us, O Lord. You came to Abraham for a blessing. You came to transform him. Today, the word of God has come to transform us. It has come to transform you. Allow God to come into your life. Don't close your heart. Don't harden your heart. Allow him. Allow God. In the name of Jesus. We want our sister Gloria to pray. And commit everything that God has blessed us with tonight. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, as we agree with him, let it be your prayer as well. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'll just say yes. You lead the way. I'm not afraid of what it means for me to say. This life you gave. Is not my own. I'm trusting you to hear my yes and lead me on. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My life is yours. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, my life is yours. Heavenly Father, tonight, we want to thank you so much for your word. 
We thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. We thank you for speaking to us in a very clear manner. We thank you for helping us to grasp it, Lord, and to see the, the need to move away from those things, Lord, that do not honor you. You've helped us to understand why we need to simply obey you. Because you've got our welfare at heart. Your plans for us are not where we are. In those things that do not glorify you, our dependence on this world and our circumstances, they will not enable us to become all that you are paid for us to become. Tonight we say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for enabling us to understand. Thank you for the grace that you have released unto us so that we can boldly step out. Tonight, we ask you to forgive us and we receive the grace to get out of our various conditions. Those things that you are ministering to us to step out of, we decree and declare that by your help, we are getting out in Jesus' name. Nothing will hold us back because your grace is more than enough. As we look ahead at the blessings, Father, the mighty blessings, those things that even look impossible, and yet there are things that you are calling us to bless us with, we say thank you, Lord. You have restored hope unto your hearts, O oh God. You have given us courage and grace to receive your provision tonight. For whatever you are asking us to do, we know you have given the grace for us to do it. If Abraham did it, we can do it. We thank you, Lord, for your sufficient grace. Thank you that our lives will be a blessing. Oh, what a protection you have for us. There's no need to worry. There's no need to be anxious. We don't have any reason to compare ourselves with another. There's no need to be envious. We renounce the spirit of envy, jealousy, backbiting, competition. We renounce them in Jesus' name. Father, cleanse our hearts with the blood of Jesus. Let this word knock out to those yokes in the name of Jesus and set us free. Thank you so much that we don't need to give attention and be anxious and weighed down by what the enemy does. Because you have already told us tonight, oh God, that whoever will come against us, you yourself will contend with them. We thank you, Father. We give you glory. May your peace be in our hearts, O God. May your joy overflow in our spirits, O God. May your newness begin to manifest in our lives more than ever before. And may we become people who give more than ever before. People who seek opportunity to be a blessing because we believe that you have made us a blessing. We thank you tonight. You open our eyes to see where needs are. And as we step out in faith, oh God, you begin to activate new things in our lives. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you praise. The things we used to do, we will do them no more. Yes, Lord. The places we used to go, we will go there no more. Yes, Lord. For we see that you are bringing a great change in our lives. We embrace it. We say, thank you, Father. We give you glory. Father, we ask that you will bless Pastor. We ask that you will strengthen him. We ask that we refresh and renew him.
Yes. And I said, the blood will continue to preserve and protect him, O oh God. Yes. May none of the words he has uttered tonight fall to the ground. Yes. But may you confirm them with signs and wonders in our lives. Thank you for staying tuned into today's podcast. We hope you were blessed with today's message. You can fellowship with us, Tabernacle of Hope International, Toi at Lashibi Celebrity Heights, behind MF's estates. For prayer, counseling, or further inquiries on this ministration, contact us on 0204-448800 or 0556-275240. Worship with us on Sundays from 8am to 12pm, Wednesdays and Fridays, 6.30pm to 8.30pm. Stay blessed and stay in the atmosphere of the Word. One Tohi, one happy family.